the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody. Blaine Nurse is gone for uh, this show tonight. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women. All righty. Hey, Ed, uh, you know, tonight's topic, folks, I'm glad to have you with us tonight. uh, Tonight's topic is going to be God supplies us to help others. So it'll be a great topic. Um, And so I know Blaine's gone. He's up in Colorado, I believe, up there skiing with his family. That's if he gets home. So, <laughs> so hey, how you doing, Ed? Doing good, doing good. Uh, Want to share something about that uh, happened on Saturday, though? Okay, good. That uh, it's, it's one of those things that for me was really encouraging. We have this lady who we've known for I don't know three, four years now. Been off and on the street, and now she's off the street. She's a caregiver. Uh, her needs are being met, but she came out there Saturday, and she was almost in tears that what she needed was prayer and uh, some confirmation in what she was doing. And it, it just goes to show you never know how much somebody takes in what you, what you tell them, what you work with them, until the need comes up, and then you find out all of this stuff hit home. Interesting part with her is she came out and she started telling us, this is what I'm doing. She's having an emotional problem. Uh-huh. And she started telling us what we were doing. All we could could do was confirm what she was doing because she was doing everything right. Yeah. And I, I thought, boy, that is good when when you've spoke with people, you've shared God's Word, and it's come home to them, and they understand it, and they're trying to follow God's Word. But uh, we prayed with her, spent quite a bit of time with her, and uh, and like I say, counsel, we didn't really have to counsel much because she was doing the right things, just told her keep going. When she left, in fact, she went over to the other park. Yeah, she came over. Yeah, met us over uh, there. When she left, she was in a whole lot better spirits. Uh, I think just because she knew she had support and the fact that what she was doing was what she needed to do. Absolutely. You know, that's the thing about it. You just never know who you're touching when you're uh, when you're witnessing for Christ. And, mm-hmm. you know, she did come out, and I, I know that was Diane. Yeah. And I just loved seeing her, and she was going through a lot, and she, um, did, me- she did mention that. She did say, I'm out here because I need the prayer, and I first thing I thought about was calling, coming to you guys. So <laughs> that made me feel good, you know. And so, um, yeah, that's those are things that um, – those little rewards, I think, that God gives to us to keep Amen. you going. And so you, I, I, it was a real good um, weekend, um, even though it was cold and all that. But um, 
whereas a lot of people and we had a few people that we helped and got mm-hmm. some things together so it was good it was really good yeah well you know ed um this is that's what we're going to be talking tonight it's um again the topic will be god supplies us to help others and i i want to go ahead and open up and um first peter four eleven, chapter four verse 11 and this is what it says do you have the gift of helping others do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. It is so true. If you rely on God, God will give you the strength. He, We know that out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's times we've been out there now, um, what is it, seven years now? Six Se- and a half. Six least. and a half going yeah. seven, yeah. And, and, you know, and... I think back about it, Ed, and it doesn't seem like seven years. It only seems like a couple of years that we've been out there. But it, it that's the, the strength that God supplies. And so um, I wrote down this. This is one thing I wrote down. I wrote here. It says, ask God to give you strength and energy to help others. He then, in turn, will give you all the help that you need. And I can base that on, I wrote here, God will supply all our needs. God is a supplier. God wants us to get, come to him and lean on him. When we start leaning on ourselves is when we start running into trouble. That's mm-hmm. when I always run into my troubles. And, you know, I always got to remember <coughs> God's there to meet my needs. So I can uh, I can take that one off of uh, Philippians chap, uh, chapter 4, verse 19. And I will go ahead and go ahead and read that. And it says... And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. So God will supply us. Right there it says he will supply our needs. You know, um, so many verses throughout the Bible, God is there with open arms, and he just open, waiting for us to come and ask him. But how many times do we try to tackle problems ourselves? You know, I can handle this. I can do this. Why do I need to get God involved? God should be involved in everything that we do. I I know that because um, it makes my life a lot easier. When I let him be in control and I stay out of the control seat, you know, um, I'm better off. So um, that's one of the things I like, Ed. He will supply our needs, and we see that out there helping the homeless. He has supplied our needs from clothing, from food. To put people in hotels, put people into housing, he ha- and we sit there and get amazed at times, like um, how we can do all this, and we're not really funded, but by donations that we get. Yeah, well, we've talked about we should be writing this stuff down because it would be a book of miracles. Yes, it is. It really is, and and it is a book, you know. And but it's all about about helping others. You know, if we put others before ourselves. And, and uh, you know, I think we all have that nature, because we do, of sin, that, you know, selfishness is really easy to get hooked up on. Um, you know, I take care of first me and my family, you know what I mean? But if we really start, you know, big thing is tying, tithing is a good thing to do. I mean, and you start putting others in, in needs ahead of yours. God can do so much for you and show you so many different things that will change your life around. Mm -hmm. So that was one of them. And I wrote down here, um, I wrote, God calls us to help the powerless. And I got that out of Isaiah chapter 1, verse 17. And this is what it says. Learn to do good. 
seek justice, help the oppressed, defend the cause of the orphans, and fight for the rights of the widows. That is, we need to start standing up. This world would be a lot better if we would start helping, putting again, needs of others ahead of our needs and start helping. And it's easy enough to do. You know how, I mean, just taking a little time, sharing the word of God, you just never know who you're going to touch. Just like with Diane we've seen out there. Yeah. And so, you know, that goes a long way. So, again, we're called to help the powerless. Okay. The next one I wrote is genuine faith is proved by helping other. And that was in 1 John verses 3, 17, where I get this from. And it says here, if someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? You know, it's it's a that's a tough verse, you know, because um, a lot of people are saving up, you know, for retirement and stuff like that. But God says, if you're generous, I'll be generous, and and that's a hard thing to get through people when and, and tithing. And giving, mm-hmm. God's going to supply that. He's going to give back to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that breaks down again now on faith. Letting God take control of that. Let God do it. We've seen this again, Ed. You know, I get amazed all the time by, like I said, when we were just talking about about how where we always are just getting ready to run out of money, it seems like, or we get right down to the end. <laughs> and next thing you know, I, we look back at our account and we're, our account's up again. And I just say, thank you, Lord, because there's another few people that we can get off the streets and start helping. And not only then, I, I, I'll share one here, folks, that we were, we had the privilege of helping some kids that were homeless um, with their family. And God let us be able to help them for their Christmas. And, mm-hmm. you know, and those are the things that we don't we don't share a whole lot with the audience, and there's other things that we do that we really don't bring up. We're more focused on helping people get off the streets and stuff like that. But God gave us the funding, and to be a good steward, we got to do what's right, what God would do. So, um, you know, I always ask God to tell him, I always ask God, and I tell him, God, make me a good steward with the funds that you provide, because um, we... W- if we let God again in control, things seem to work out better. So um, that's a genuine faith that's proved by helping others, and we just heard it there. And then the last another, last one I have, if you need wisdom, ask God for help. And that was based on James 1.5, and it goes on to say, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Again, we always try to tackle things on our own, and we don't give it over to God. God is a is a is a merciful God, but yet He He's there to give give us help. So um, you know, there's there's I can use all the wisdom in the world. Ed. <laughs> I don't think you get enough wisdom in the world. So um, um, I'm going to go from there, Ed, and I'm going to switch it over to you because I'm curious to see where God put on your heart. Yeah, just a couple of things uh, you talk about. Uh, <clears throat> Things coming in, we we just don't know where it comes from, but it, there's always a need. Well, I talked to a gentleman. You can expect uh, a phone call about getting uh, a, some diapers, a whole load of boxes of diapers. Mm. Um, now, that sounds strange for people working on the street, but there's been, been times where we've taken diapers out to people. We've gone to the store and you, bought them and delivered them. You are talking kids, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, at my age, I could, I could be talking just, either way. I'm just joking there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you caught me on that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just that uh, God comes up with these things and provides when we don't even know we have a need. Uh, and there's one of the things we can expect maybe dealing more with kids this year because if uh, somebody's going to be providing for us. I'm going to go to my favorite scripture. When we okay. talk about giving, when we talk about uh, I, I've taught on this, I've preached on this, and for tithing and for just giving, just uh, giving in, uh, to or filling needs. But it's in Second uh, Corinthians chapter 9, and I'm going to start about verse 6, and it's, I could go all the way to the end. I'm probably not going to make it there, but the first uh, three chap- or three verses are, are really what I'm going to cover. And it starts at verse 6, and it says this, Remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop, and you must each decide in your heart how much to give. Now, here's what I want you to listen to. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. And then it goes on to say, and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. And I think that's something we tend to forget. We look around, we, there's a need, we look around, how can we fill that need? Well, sometimes we just need to look at home. Yes. And we need to understand that uh, you've got things that suddenly you don't know what they're for, and you have a need for it. Um, and, and then he goes on to say, as the Scripture says, they share freely and give generously to the poor, and their good deeds will remain or will be remembered forever. Mm. So God doesn't forget when you minister for him, our purpose in life is not the is not to live life. Our purpose in life is to share with others, provide for their needs, and help them live a comfortable life. And that's what we're trying to do out in in the field. Uh, a lot of these people got there. They some of them don't even know how they got there. It was just circumstances happened, and they ended up uh, on the street. And the bad thing about when you end up on the street, there is nowhere to go. You're at the bottom, and all you can do is look up and have no way to, to climb out of that hole. And that's why we're there, to help them climb out of that hole. You were talking about uh, providing needs. I, I always find it interesting that people who talk about their gods, their gods expect people to do, to provide. If there's something needs, you need to <coughs> find the source. <coughs> Excuse me. You need to find the, the source and take care of it. Our God doesn't say that. Our God says, you find somebody has a need, and I'll provide the source for it. What a huge difference. Uh, it, it's like uh, if you're in a hole, there is no God that can reach down and get your hand. They may reach down, but you're too deep. Well, God doesn't reach down. He gets in the hole with you, and he helps you out. And that's what we got to remember. God is in this with us. So when you find people with needs, start looking around, because God will provide for those needs. And we don't need to be necessarily the source of that. Um, it, uh, it goes on here and says, uh, yes, you will be, this is, this is how he blesses you for blessing others. It says, yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous. 
I like that. Mm -hmm. And when we take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. So two good things will result from this ministry of giving. The needs of the believer and believers in Jerusalem will be met, and they will joyfully express their thanks to God. Hmm. Uh, so it's, it's a great uh, scripture on giving. And uh, we just remember to <clears throat> need to remember that we don't have to provide the need, the sources of of the needs. God will do that. We just to make sure the sources get distributed to those that have the need. So I guess if you were to look at this, we could you could call us distributors. Yeah. We distribute God's wealth. Absolutely. And and that's what we're out there for. You know, it's so true, Ed, and, you know, I, I, I sure like that verses. Those are great verses there. Um, you know, we're, we're, there, we're there to be an instrument to use, be used by God, and I like that because if you're there to use, um, God is there to provide, and I do, do agree with you 100% there. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things people also talk about is, uh, well, am I supposed to sacrifice? Am I supposed to do without so others have? Scriptures I read say, no, God's going to take care of your needs so you can take care of those. I, I had to write a paper when I was uh, going to college, and it uh, the question was, what do you do first to a group of people who are hungry and need Christ? And uh, my answer, uh, well, I'll just give a br brief answer. My answer was you feed them first, because if somebody's if somebody's hungry or or cold, uh, that's where their focus is. So you take care of their needs first, and then you can sit down and tell them, the food I gave you, the clothes I gave you, these came from God. So you got so got to take care of needs first so they, they don't have that distraction. Yeah. And then you can share God with them, and they're willing to listen. If they see you provide, they're willing to listen to you Explain to them where it came from. You know, that's so true. When we're out there and we're providing the food and the clothing and that, we always go into prayer. And then we're out there and we're giving them the word. And, folks, I think that you would be totally amazed at how well they tune in and listen. Mm -hmm. They are hearing the word. They're soaking it in. And over time, you can just see people now, our guys and girls who are coming up out there, and they look forward to that. And, and they'll wait. They do not go oh, yeah. and grab, start grabbing food or any of that. They sit there. They listen to it all. And we'll just go briefly. Or Blaine will start saying something, and we'll follow up behind them and say some things. But it's just the Word of God never goes void. And, and you're not only feeding them by food-wise, but you're feeding them spiritually-wise. Spiritually, yes. So, absolutely. Yeah. So, and and we and it is amazing because they will come up and stand around the tables now, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and uh, they will stand and wait until we open in prayer. Sometimes they get a little anxious. Hey, when are you going to pray? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but at least they know to wait and uh, allow God to bless their the food and to bless them. So uh, so it takes a little training, and uh, they understand uh, that we come. We're there representing God. And they will, whether they, because a lot of them still don't believe in this. We got one out there, uh, <clears throat> Matthew. Mm. Matthew, <laughs> Matthew is something else. Yeah. But, you know, he used to come up and just take things. Mm -hmm. Now he'll stand there, and, and he used to get real mouthy. 
and he'll stand there now, and he keeps quiet till the prayer's over. Yeah. Then he grabs and gets mouthy, but he knows that prayer comes first. You know, he, he, he you know, he's <clears throat> deep down. He did that because he would, you know, it's a defense mechanism out there for him if they act, you know, crazy and stuff that people won't mess with them. But he, he had that down. But now you sit there and I'll talk to him and say, "Hey, Matthew, how's it going?" Oh, I'm fine. And I said, good. And everything good? Oh, yes. Everything's good. And he'll talk regularly. Yeah. But, you know, that was one of the things that you have to learn over a period of time when we're out there. I mean, it's, it's you know, providing for them and their needs. It, I mean, just giving them a little bit of comfort, spending time listening to them, talking with them, treating them as a person. You know, they don't get a lot of that. And unfortunately, um, but fortunately, God gets us out there and we can definitely work with them. Ed? Yeah, just to finish off this uh, scripture, uh, you get down to verse 13. It says, As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God for your generosity to them and to all believers will provide that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. And they will pray for you in deep affection around the, uh, around the overflowing grace God has given to you. Thank God for this gift. Too wonderful for words. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of describes it. <clears throat> uh, it's it's too wonderful for words. I did ministry in uh, Tijuana for about four years. Never did learn Spanish. <laughs> but I uh, had an interpreter there, that uh, a lady that would interpret, and then there was a pastor in one of the churches that would interpret. Uh, but we would get some of the strangest things given to us. And every time we went down there, somebody would come up and ask, would you have access to, yeah, it's in the truck. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing how often God provided for needs we didn't even know were there. Uh, and it's the, it's been the same on the street. We haven't had anything weird like we used to have when we were going down there, but everything we have, God has given us. Absolutely. And Ab- we fill the needs, their needs, uh, just from what God has given us. Yeah, and you know, it gives us an end where we can, they build confidence over us. They've known us out there for so long that they have so much trust. They'll come up and talk to us. But the main thing about it is, is that they start trusting you. And so when they start trusting you, we can start helping them. Okay, right. you know, <clears throat> when are you going to, you know, think about, you know, getting off here and now this madness? And then they'll start listening and they say, okay, well, do you have a place or can you, you know, a certain, uh, certain area? You know, a lot of them have income out there. They just don't have enough income to keep them in the house. You know, they get eight hundred to maybe a thousand, eleven hundred, but it's not enough to keep a place. So um, we have we have people that help out with um, rooms and stuff like that. But it gives them a chance to get back on their feet, to get back into the workforce, and start helping. There's a lot of people that 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 God has helped helped through us by him giving us you know the provisions to do this but the main thing about it is ed is that um if we didn't go out there and do this chances are they've still been there you know so it's a blessing god you know and and it's an invitation to the lord's salvation i i love that because we're out there we're speaking the lord's you know salvation we're giving it to them but at the same time we're helping them in certain needs so it goes hand in hand right right and um, and it's amazing how often they come up and now they're starting to come up and ask 
for prayer. And that's been a big blessing as well. We always, uh, when they come up and they get the food, we let them get the food and eat and and, kind of go through the clothes. Then we walk around and ask them, would you like prayer? Yes. Now there's a lot of them coming up and say, I need prayer. Yeah. And uh, we have a man that comes out at uh, Wells Park over there, and he he comes out and he helps us. And we've had him serving food and things. Came out this Saturday and uh, needed prayer. Uh, oh, boy, trying to remember his name. Uh, uh, Ramon in Spanish. What's the Raymond in Spanish? Uh, <laughs> Can't think of it. So Ramon? Yeah, Ramon. Ramon? Okay, Ramon. Yeah, I said that the first time, didn't I? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you got but, it. But Ramon comes out and helps us all the time. And uh, he stood there, and then the other guy came up, and they're standing there talking. And I think you came over and asked the other guy if he wanted prayer. Yeah. And Ramon said, yeah, I need prayer, too. So we prayed for both of them. Yeah, oh, absolutely. As- yeah. Absolutely. And you just don't know who who you're going to run into or who you're going to be able to speak to. But the word never goes void. And... I tell you, folks, you you should see sometimes the spirit just touches them, and they're just tears are just flowing, and 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 they're just uh, you know just that warmth coming over them, and so it's a blessing. And I just tell you, I would recommend it if you can help others. I would definitely do it. The rewards are good um, for you, but you get to see things that you normally wouldn't see, folks. I hope you enjoy tonight. Um, it's about serving others and helping others, but also at the same time, God's going to be helping you to understand a little bit more, but most of it, I just want to give a shout out to Kim and Anna over there at Goodwill. Hey, Kim and Anna, thank you for helping us. Steve Sorside or Thelco on church. We appreciate you helping us. Javier, some barrels. Hey, thank you, Javier, for all what you do, providing the burritos and that. We really appreciate that. And Jeremy and Tim over Skyline. Hey, guys, we really appreciate all that you do. Folks, I hope this enriched you tonight, and may God bless you, each and every one of you. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.